0: Hello and welcome to the second ever episode of Mooty Learns Hockey. I am your host, Mooty99. I am coming to you from sunny England. Well, it was sunny earlier. It is now around 11 o'clock at night but it is still very, very warm here, we're under a bit of a heat wave, and as I'm sure you're probably aware, this country is not made for the hot weather, and neither are its people, so I'm still a little bit too hot, sitting in my house, talking to you good folk. Before we get started, uh, if you hear me sniff a lot in any way, I'll try and not do it too much, but the pollen count is crazy high at the minute, so the hay fever is acting up, so I do apologise for any horrific mic-like noises, but with that out of the way, I think we should begin. Now you may be wondering why I am recording this episode. It is my only my second ever episode, the first episode was to get that lovely double media bonus that came through the uh, charity event that went on and this one is again for that lovely double media to try and earn a little bit of money in this wonderful league of ours that does mean that we will be talking a number of things about the draft to try and keep it draft relevant to try and make sure we get that bonus the Draft has taken place. I know that a number of people have gone to teams I've got friends you know friends arriving in New Orleans. there are new players arriving over in St Louis. those are my two teams so it is all go and it is all rather exciting now rather than have me trundle on about the draft and the site and the league. I think, or I would certainly prefer, to jump straight into the questions that you lovely folk have given me. Now I know that I have got ones relevant, so we will start with that and we will see how it goes. Now the first question I have in my mailbag is from Silver Cannon. He is one of my newly drafted teammates over at the St. Louis Scarecrows. so. Welcome to St Louis Silver, one of the, I've probably almost certainly the best locker room in the junior leagues, and I look forward to getting know you, to getting to know you a bit better. Now his question is, what got you into hockey? Now for me, this is a twofold question. What got me into ice hockey is I've not quite got into it. I'm still completely new to the sport. I'm learning it every day. I'm trying to catch matches when I can. Obviously, at the moment, my sporting focus on the watching front is on the European Championships in football or soccer for some of you. But uh, it's it's entirely new to me. Uh, I got into the league after... Uh, a lot of nagging and asking and just wearing me down over the over the years from my teammates over in the sister um, American Football League, the ISFL, and I have been really enjoying my time learning about the sport. I say it is a twofold question, as some of you may be aware, I do actually play field hockey, and I have played it for many, many years now and I still play it today. What got me into that sport is that there was a hockey club at the end of my road. So at the age of around 11 I went down to find out what it was all about and I've played ever since. There may have been a brief hiatus while I was at university where I did less playing sport and more you know drinking but um, I am the member of one of my local clubs like I said I have a game tomorrow which is always fun it's just a friendly summer league game as field hockey is played in the winter and I can't wait can't wait to get out there um, I'm a defender I'm I'm pretty good I'm not the best player in the world but I know what to do and I uh, I'm going to keep on playing until my knees completely give out. They've only partially given out so far. So thank you, Silver Cannon, for that question. The next question is from another one of my St. Louis teammates. It is Uruk660. He is one of the very best people in the St. Louis locker room. He is an absolutely outstanding guy. And um, maybe he'll like me a bit less when Friday rolls around because then he is Scottish and we will find out who gets the bragging rights after England plays Scotland in the football. But never mind that, we'll move on straight to his questions. Uruk asks, How do you think St Louis did in the junior draft? Now, looking at our draft, obviously... We have Silver Cannon, who was wonderful enough to ask me a question in this, so that is a great place to start. I can't wait to get to know him a little bit better. I know we also got another Scotsman of the name of Spicy, so that will be the third Scottish player on the team. So the the potential chance to move from St Louis to Glasgow is growing stronger every day. I think I'll just have to start emphasising the fact that I'm a quarter Scottish, otherwise they may well gang up on me with my terrible English ways. But it the draft, as far as I know, it was absolutely brilliant. They aren't players that I know at the moment, but I'm sure we'll all get to know each other in this coming season. And I trust our GMs over there that they know how to draft well. After all, I would say they drafted me, but they didn't. I was a free agency pickup, but nevertheless, they drafted all my other wonderful teammates. Uruk has got another question, and it's, what do you think of the rejigged update scale? Well, to be completely honest with you, I haven't looked yet. It is not something that I have looked at in any way, I really should. Due to my general lack of knowledge, both about the sim and about the uh, sport in general, when I look at the uh, when I look for updating my player, I do tend to ask for a lot of help. I know that um, Blitz has given me a huge amount of help of where to put my TPE, so I will probably be relying on him and on Sparky to help me work out this new update scale and what's the best to make Orik Bernerson the very best goalkeeper within the new update. I will, of course, be at the very max cap for the junior league, so that's always going to be exciting, spending a lot more TPE to go up to the very tippy top and i'll just have to work it out with that new update scale with the help of my wonderful gms thank you so much for those questions the next question i have is from yet another saint louis teammate so it tells you how wonderful that team is he's also a teammate for me in austria and a teammate, newly, in the PBE, in the Baseball Sim League, over with the Detroit Demons. That is Zoot. Now, Zoot's first question is, is the hat, helmet, whatever, comfortable? And do you ever take it off? I think that Zoot is referring to my player, Iorik Bernerson, the king of the bears. He, of course, wears an armoured helmet. Now, he does obviously take the helmet off. The helmet is just for battle and hockey only. It is, of course, very comfortable. It was handmade by Iorik himself. As everyone knows, Polar Bears are excellent craftsmen. And it fits like a glove. So, it does come off. And it's brilliant. Made from Sky armor, or sky metal, if I remember my northern lights correctly. So, iron that's fallen from an asteroid. Uh, Zoot's next question is, what exactly is a hockey puck made of? I can honestly answer, I do not have a clue. Um, a, Is it made of metal? Is it made of stone? I do not know. And because I don't know the answer to that, that can mean that we should do only one thing. And that is, look it up on Google, what anyone does when they want to know what an answer for something. So, what is a hockey puck made from? I'm assuming metal, I think. There we go, a hockey puck is a disc made of vulcanised rubber. Oh, why did I think? I think it's just the look that makes me think of metal. But now you come to now, I come to think of it, that would be incredibly hard. So they are made from rubber. Apparently, originally in the eighteen hundreds, they are made from wood, as well as rubber. But now it's rubber all the way through. So vulcanized rubber. I'm guessing that's the same thing that squash balls are made from. Except you know, probably that the hockey pucks aren't hollow. So we learn something new every day. So thank you so much, Zoot, for that impromptu lesson that we all just got then in what the hell is a hockey puck made of? Metal. What am I talking about? Oh dear. It is late. You can probably tell that. So we'll move on to the next quest set of questions. They are from my wonderful teammate, Ask Madden. Yet again, a St. Louis teammate. He is also a New Orleans teammate. And he is yet another one of the St. Louis Scotsmen that is, just seems to be ever-growing after this last draft. But I always love the Scottish. It's one of the differences you'll find. English people really like the Scottish, and the Scottish don't like the English so much. But, you know, it's, it's understandable. So, Ask's first question is, how did you feel Nola did in the draft? Now, this was, for me, a great draft for Nola. The pick they made was, of course, a very good Sim League friend of mine. And, I mean, they smashed it. Getting Southpaw, he is a teammate of mine at Austin, in the ISFL, and he is just one of the very best people that I've come across in Sim Leagues. One of the reason that Austin have so many active players is because of all the hard work South puts in to really helping all the rookies on the team. He basically took it upon himself to be that rookie at liaison in Austin, and he's just the nicest person. He, he can talk people into doing anything because he is so lovely. And, you know me, I always like to laugh and joke my humor tends to be fairly sarcastic a little bit insulting but every time it's very difficult to be mean to uh, to south cuz he's such a great guy so i was so happy when i saw that south was joining the team now let me just have a quick look and remind myself who else joined um the team and i will get right back to you and talk about them now the other person that uh new orleans drafted was ragnar ragnarsson now i don't know the user i'm sure i will get to know him well but it is top props for the name love the name ragnar ragnarsson Uh, I am a little bit of a history geek, I have a degree in history, and so I know where the name comes from. It is from the Bernard Cornwall books, he's one of my favourite authors, The Last Kingdom. It was also a TV series on Netflix, which I've not watched all of yet, but I have read all of the books. They are set in Anglo-Saxon England which was actually the time period that I studied and wrote a dissertation on. And they are about Uhtred Ragnarson, an Englishman raised by Danes, who then goes back to fight them for England. He is also known as Uhtred of Bedenbau, And his adoptive brother is Ragnar Ragnarson, who my uh, wonderful new teammate is named after. I'm assuming he also knows the player, Uhtred who who is also in the draft. So I would take a wild guess that he knows them. But nevertheless, it is absolutely top props for that name. Absolutely brilliant name. And um, I can't wait to get to know him. So always a good draft. Now let's have a look at Ask's other question. He says, is Joe just trying to create an ISFL team? It does seem to be that way. Now, I know you've written in brackets, I approve. I also approve. There are some wonderful people over in New Orleans. Now, he has got a mixed team. Obviously, he's got yourself asked, who are on the Stinky Sabercats. He's also got people like Zane from New York, and he's got, He's just, obviously, he's got myself. He just tends to draft people he knows and he likes, and it's becoming an ISFL team, a bit like St. Louis as well. And I think that goes both ways. That does certainly go both ways, as recently in the ISFL we had a huge influx of all the wonderful people from the SHL. So it's always Joe's drafting policy of draft who he knows and who he likes – And that is people from the ISFL. Now, asked last question, apologies, tongue twister there, is with the addition of Spicy McHaggis in the St. Louis locker room, do you have any comments on the Scotland takeover of St. Louis? How about the Scottish takeover of Sim Leagues in general? Now, this is, obviously, I've already covered it. I'm expecting St. Louis to move to Glasgow. Um, I would suggest the name changing to the Glasgow Kisses or, you know, maybe move to Edinburgh. So you can be the Edinburgh Unicorns. Who knows? As I again, as I've said, I'm a quarter Scottish. So, you know, I'm a little bit Scottish. And as far as the Scottish takeover of sim leagues in general, I am all for it. There are so many wonderful Scottish people in Sim Leagues, both in the ISFL and here in the SHL. I am a teammate with Frazzle, and I, I mean, he is absolutely brilliant, and we've got a whole bunch of other Scottish people in and around, and they're all absolutely brilliant. So I'm all for the Scottish takeover of the Sim Leagues. Obviously, after Friday, when I very much hope England beat Scotland, I will be in all of the locker rooms taking the piss out of you scots if the boot is on the other foot and scotland beat england i would expect that you should be doing exactly the same to me hopefully that won't happen but it's always good fun so all for the scottish takeover now the next questions that i have are from the sparky d the one of the St. Louis GMs. Everyone knows Sparky. Everyone loves Sparky. He's a great guy. He's a great GM. And Sparky's first question are, the chances on St. Louis season 60 team going all the way? Now, you tell me. You're the person. You're a simmer. You're the general manager. You tell me. I think that we should do pretty well, shouldn't we? We don't have too many rookies we've got a ton of active players a ton of capped players i don't think we lost too many people to the senior teams so touch wood fingers crossed all that jazz that it should be a very good st louis season i know last season was a little bit disappointing we didn't we did well we didn't do as well as we were hoping we came so close in the playoffs only to lose in that last game. So I think this is just gonna be even better. And I think that and Louis are are gonna do so much better than we did last season. The next question Sparky said is how do you like how do you like this coming team? Well I think I've already covered that. I think it's it's just a superb team. As I said it's just One of the best locker rooms around. Love all the people in it. Super active, super fun. It has a bunch of people that are on the same time zone as me, so that always makes it fun because there's always people to talk to in the morning and, you know, late morning, early afternoon when the entire of America is asleep. I've got the Scots to chat to. And your last question is, how awesome is Sparky? And, of course, that answer is not at all. You are terrible. I'm joking. You're absolutely awesome, Sparky. And we love you. So thank you so much for your questions. So we will move straight on to the next questions I have been asked. And they are from my ISFL teammate Frazzle. As I've already mentioned him and praised him on this very podcast. And now I have a question from him. So, you know, strap in. They are some absolutely terrific questions. The first question Frazzle has asked is why, the next question he has asked is what, the third question he has asked is who and the fourth question he has asked is how. Now I don't know about you but it does sound like Frazzle is having some sort of existential crisis so I'm sure there are numbers you can call Frazzle to help you there and we can try and answer those questions. Why? Why indeed? Why are we doing this? Why are we here? What is this all about? See, we've moved on to what? So let's move on to the why. Why are we here? Well, I am here. I am sitting down. It is getting very late in the evening, and I am recording a podcast to earn double fake money for a Sim League. So why not? What? What is going on? What is life all about? What is the meaning of life? Perhaps that is your question. Um, I believe the answer is 42. So that's that one solved. Who? Who? Who me? Who you? Doctor who. Um, who? Who knows? I'm sorry, I can't answer the who one. Who knows is the answer there. And how? Well, how is quite easy how am i doing this it is using a microphone and a computer and using the power of the internet to potentially talk to tens of people who knows i am that ambitious with this podcast tens of people to hear me rambling on to your single word questions so i think i answered all of them extremely well so there we go So I can move straight on to Nicktox, who is a teammate of mine over at New Orleans. So firstly, thank you, Frazzle, and hello, Nicktox. His first question straight out of the bag is, who would win in a fight, a spooky spectre or a scarecrow? I think this is going to be a very difficult fight, as scarecrows are are inanimate. They cannot move. They are there just pretend to be scary. While I think it would depend on whether that spooky spectre was able to physically move stuff, would this fight literally be a ghost flying backwards and forwards through a scarecrow that's not moving without anybody touching anybody? I think if that was the case, then the scarecrow would win because surely the spooky spectre would just get bored and then give up, if the spooky spectre could indeed touch things, I mean, everyone remembers the film Ghost, ghosts can touch things if they try really hard, it's been a long time since I've seen that film, but that's definitely something to do with it, then the spooky spectre would win, because a scarecrow physically can't move. So I think that is an answer for the ages. The next question he asked is, what color goalkeeper equipment are you rocking? Um, I think I would be wearing equipment that matches the color of my armor. So if I remember rightly, my armor is obviously a dull iron color. So I think it's sort of a dull iron color equipment. So while that doesn't sound that exciting, what I probably don't tell people is that all the equipment is also made from sky metal and so is incredibly dangerous i mean you can't exactly charge a giant armored bear so that's the point behind that now nick Tox ask why is your render an armored bear well indeed i think the reason i went for an armored bear is obviously i know nothing about ice hockey so i'm not going to pick an ice hockey player if you ask me to name one then I would struggle to name any at all. And so I picked something that was both tough and that reminded me of the cold. And that is, call, of course, Eric Bernison from uh, the Northern Lights, from the um, Philip Pullman's set of books. And I mean, it is always a character that I very much enjoyed. My uh, mother-in-law's an artist. I actually have a picture of the character. It isn't up on the wall at the minute as so we're having some decorations, but that was my real reason behind picking that render. Um, Nick Talk's next question, extending, extending on from the last question, is your nickname Trinket? No. Hell no. Why would my nickname be Trinket? What is wrong with you? Why would you try and give an insulting nickname? To a ferocious armored bear, I think if if that was the case, then a number of my teammates may end up missing arms, and I don't think that'd be good for the team at all. So it's best to you know always be polite when you come in when you come in contact with a giant polar bear in armor. And Nick Tox last question is: If you're in charge of drafting for either the Spectres or the Scarecrows. Who would you have you? Who would you would, would have? I apologise. My tongue just went twisted. Who would you have picked in the first round uh, for the scarecrows? I would have picked Southpaw. I think that was the very best pick possible. So I think the spectres knocked it out of the park. I mean, the only other pick that I could have thought was Tonzy, and um, who just so happens to be South's identical twin brother. So you know, we sort of we still have the DNA when we get one of them. So either or of them, they're both amazing people, but South was absolutely the right pick. And as far as the specters, I think I had a quick look at the draft and obviously the people I know are from the ISFL and a lot of them went before our pick happened. You had Schwartz, who went super early and yours had another friend of mine from the ice Uber who also went early. So I think it's tough. I know there's um, also Academy dropout or 37th chamber. He is someone who I used to run a SIM soccer league team with, who I got on very well with. So maybe him, but you know, I trust those crows GMs to have picked well and the fact that we're just keeping up the scottish connection is even better so nick talks thank you for your wonderful questions we will move on to questions now from my gm over at the new orleans Specters. it is overdue hello overdue his first question is a gab it i'm assuming he is trying to say again are you trying to say again and the answer is yes again I am recording this podcast for that lovely double media hit. So I'm I'm sorry if you listen to this, then I apologise in advance. Congratulations for making it what must be about halfway through. But uh, yes, again overdue, again. He next asks why are you the best goalie in the J? Now, I think last season, Ayuric had an excellent run of form, he, largely due to the very poor defending from St. Louis, he faced more shots and made more saves than any other goalie in the junior leagues. Now, obviously, I wasn't uh, nominated for any awards, as people had better stats all over the place than I had, but that most saves and most shots against, you know, is is something I hang my metal armoured hat on. So I'm very proud of that. And why are you the best goal in the J? Well, obviously I am the biggest and most ferocious. So that's that's a pretty good answer there. Overdue's next question is: What is the worst thing you can put ketchup on? This is a good question. I would say there are so many bad things you can put ketchup on. Anything sweet. I think one of the problems with ketchup is it's naturally quite sweet. But anything that's sort of, imagine putting ketchup on ice cream. like Why would you do that? Some sort of dessert, ice cream, I don't know, sticky toffee pudding. Something that's a delicious dessert that's already very sweet and has all its own flavours and then you put ketchup on it. That would be the worst thing you can put ketchup on. Uh, and his last question is, what is the best thing? you can put ketchup on and I expect a hot take. Now I'm going to go a little bit left field here and I'm going to say, why are you putting ketchup and everything overdue? Stop putting ketchup on things. I have two small children and they put ketchup on everything. And all that has taught me is there are so many better condiments than ketchup. So I would say, chuck out that ketchup and go and find something a bit better for me. One of my favorite condiments is, I don't think it's something you get in America, but in this country, it's called Reggae Reggae Sauce. It is a sort of a barbecue jerk sauce. It's absolutely brilliant. Now, I put that on most things. So you'd say the best thing you can put ketchup on, I put it in the bin, and I would go and get a better condiment. Because life's too short just to putting ketchup on things and not the vast array of wonderful things that are better alternatives than Ketchup. So that's the hot take for you. Thank you so much for your wonderful questions. Now, my next questions are from my multiple teammate, amidships. he's my GM over in the ISFL. We GM together and he is still the GM there and I am just a, a humble quarterback. And he's also my teammate here, for the New Orleans Specters and it is a single question is what sort of design or artwork do you envision on Iorik's helmet? Now I had to do a little bit of research for this because I quite probably stupidly wasn't aware that in ice hockey goalkeepers have extremely elaborately decorated helmets. They have all sorts of things on them. They all seem to be, tend to have that sort of fierce sort of idea behind them and I mean some of them look absolutely brilliant. They have sort of things like a shark's mouth going round the goalkeeper or or sort of almost like horror movie style faces on them and I'm guessing the idea is some sort of primitive war paint feel to intimidate the opposition and The designs or artwork I'd envision on Iorik's Helmet is is an interesting question. Firstly, he is an armoured bear. So, I think his face is pretty terrifying already. Now, if his face does indeed have to be fully enclosed, then on his helmet would literally be his snarling own face. So, people coming towards him, all they would see is that snarling bear and knowing that underneath that helmet was indeed a snarling bear. So that is the design that I would have. Just absolute ferocious-looking polar bear, ready to bite your face off if you try and put the puck in my goal. So I think that is going to be my answer there. So thank you so much amidships, and next we have Kyle, or inverted, as you maybe know on the forums, and he has asked, "You have been drafted by Joe again. Blink twice if you need rescuing. I just don't think Joe can quit me. He has drafted me in every major sim league, and he I think it's just it's just a silent love affair Joe just 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 can't be away from me, so you know. It's mutual. I love Joe, but he loves to draft me. So I don't need rescuing. Maybe he needs rescuing. Maybe he's the one who has the problem with the uh, drafting of that strange English bloke. And that was less of a question from Kyle, more of a statement. And his actual question is said, congratulations on becoming Austrian. Can you tell me three fun facts about the country? Now, this is obviously referring to the nations. I switched allegiance from Norway to Austria because, you know, I was asked. They said, do you want to come and play for us? There's lots of people you know over there. And, you know, it's a locker room where people can actually explain what the hell is going on. And I, of course, said yes. So I'm currently playing for Austria. Three fun facts about the country. Now, my knowledge of Austria isn't great. I mean, I've been there. I went on a ski trip once with the school. Um, I think the first fun fact, Austria is a landlocked country. How about that? that? That can start off. And one of the things that I've always found particularly bizarre is that in the film, The Sound of Music, the guy in it, the main character, is an Austrian naval captain. I don't understand how you can be an Austrian naval captain. It's a landlocked country. What does their navy do? Are there submarines in the lakes in case Switzerland tries to invade? I don't understand. Well, actually, I, I kind of do. He's probably a naval captain years past when it was the Austro Hungarian Empire and they did have a sea. But, you know, that's a sensible answer and I'd rather have the indignant one. So, fact number one. It's a landlocked country. Fact number two, um, Sound of Music. There you go. It's set in Austria. So, And is there a fun fact? I think one of the things about Austria is I don't know if there are a lot of fun facts about it. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm sure there are. But I don't know them. Why would I know them? I've only been there once. So I do apologize. You got two two fun facts third fun facts is that not enough fun facts are known in general about Austria so maybe they need a little bit of self promotion there we go so thank you so much Kyle for your wonderful questions and we are now on to the last question of the night and that is from muted faith a friend of mine who I play werewolf with and his question is, what is the best YGC team? And why is it DATCH? Now, obviously, this is the World Junior Championships. I'm assuming that's what it stands for. And DATCH is the Switzerland-Austria-Germany team. And it's obviously the best team. Not only are we killing it at the moment, you have the very best goalkeeper, myself, so it's always going to be the best, it has that wonderful German efficiency, it has all of that Swiss money, and it has whatever Austria do as well, so there we go, that is a perfectly good answer for you muted, of course DATCH is the best world junior championship team, and we are killing it at the moment. So that is all the questions I have. So thank you muted and thank you everyone else for asking all those wonderful questions. Now, before I go, I think I should probably talk a little bit more about the draft that's happened as it's kind of needed to get that lovely double bubble. So I'm just going to, you know, spend the next few minutes and just perusing the draft with you. Um, let's go and pick out the steals of the draft, shall we? Let's go and have a look and pick out in each round who is the steal. So, I mean, in the first round, obviously, New Orleans got Southpaw, whose player is Duncan the Walrus. I mean, this is brilliant. We now have we now have two animals, Arctic animals. Are walruses in the Arctic? I hope so because i just said that there might be a slight issue with having a walrus in defense because i believe that they may be a prey animal for polar bears so i think duncan will probably help keep duncan on his toes or on his flippers um now that has completely derailed me from looking at the steals of the draft and unfortunately looking at the draft one of the problems i have is i know people's names better than their player names so I think the steal of the draft will just have to be Tonzi picked up in round one at number 14 as I've said Tonzi's awesome he's South's brother he's South's twin they're both awesome but obviously South going second and Tonzi going 14th 14th what were the other 13 teams doing that's an absolute steal for Edmonton uh so that's that's got to be a steal of a draft. I did, while the draft was going on, I did tell Joe that he should be trading up and getting tonsie as well. And he said he was trying, but he was at a wedding. So I think he was probably also a little bit pissed. So bless him, pissed drunk, not pissed angry. I know that's been confused in the past from uh, non-British people. But there we go. So obviously were, the trade wasn't able to happen. So that's the rare steal of round one. Steel of round two. Looking through it, I mean the Manhattan Rage picking Videl Valor at 32. Valor's someone else who I play with in the ISFL. Now I know he wasn't drafted in the last draft. For reasons which we don't have to go into here. He's linked to a undesirable figure who has since retired. But I think it is absolutely admirable that Fella didn't let this stop him and he kept on max earning. So at number 32, the Manhattan Rage, get a guy who has max earned for the past two seasons and will continue to max earn. He is my wide receiver in the ISFL. I can tell you that boy earns TPE. He's a very passionate player. He's a very passionate guy in the locker room. But, I mean, I have a lot of time for Valor. I think he's absolutely brilliant. And I'm so glad that he got picked up. And at number 32 in round two, I think he is an absolute steal. So congratulations, Manhattan Rage. And congratulations, Valor. Now, as we look at round three, I can honestly say there are no names I recognise and so I would pick my steal for round three to be the person with the very best name. And that has to be Monsieur Pingy Pingu Lunga Gumba Esquire. Now, I think this is Gumba, as it's got Gumba in the name, I'm just realising that, who is an absolutely wonderful person in the ISFL who does absolutely brilliant things over there. If that's you, Gumba, I don't know then congratulations. If it's not, then you've stolen that name. But either way round, that has to be one of the very best names I have ever seen in the Sim League. So Toronto North Stars having Monsieur Pingy Pingu Lunga Gumba Esquire. I mean, what's better than that? And lastly, in round four, it's a lot of passes. I mean, the Manhattan Range get Monster the Doctor how a monster earned a doctorate is he a medical doctor or does he have a phd in in something related to being a monster i don't think we'll ever know but that's another great name that's on this list so there we have it a absolutely terrible set of takes for someone who knows very little about this draft but to be honest with you i think you've probably had enough of me rabbiting on about a load of rubbish. I know it is getting late for myself, so it is time to find a place to sleep. Probably be, you know, my bed upstairs. I have a very sleepy cat next to me who would say good night, but she is too fat and too tired, so she'll stay silent. And thank you ever so much for listening. If you've made it to this part, then I'd probably say you need to reevaluate your uh, your lives and why are you still listening to me talk? What's going on? What's wrong with you? But <laughs> thank you so much uh, for, for going through with this. And, um, you know, hopefully there'll be a third one. Who knows? Probably, maybe. We'll see. So thank you very much and have a wonderful day, evening, night. Goodbye.